Welcome to Fly on the Wall. We are Tracy Gillette and Heather Maddox, and we met on Instagram. We both run successful real estate businesses in different markets in Washington State. Our mission is to bring real estate brokers together and have created a community called Collaboration Over Competition. Every other month, we host a traveling supper club where 10 brokers plus one lucky lender come together in conversation to level up our businesses and our industry over a fantastic meal. Supper Club is only three hours long, and the conversation is always cut short. This podcast is an opportunity for us to dive deeper with one of our dinner guests and for the rest of you to be a fly on the wall into the conversation. Hey, Heather. Hey, Tracy. How are you? I'm so good. Really excited about our guest today. I am super excited about our guest this week. Should I just tell you who our guest is? Do it. Who's our guest? Okay. So our guest is Brian Hader this week. And I'm so excited because, so I met Brian at our supper club for the first time. And since then, which was only a few weeks ago, I got this really great call from a great friend of my family that lives out of my market and they want to sell their house, buy something new and they live right in Brian's market. And so we are actually getting to work together on a referral. And so I've gotten to know him a little bit more. So I am very excited about the opportunity to have him on our podcast today. So, but that's not why he's on our podcast. He's not here to talk about a referral with me. (laughs) Why is he here then? He is here because he is really involved with our local realtor association. He actually is on the board for the Snohomish County Association of Realtors. And I think um, it's just a really interesting perspective. He talked about it at Supper Club. And I think you and I both felt like we just kind of wanted to know more about that and what that meant. So he's here with us. First things first, Brian, tell us who you are. My name is Brian Hader and I am with Windermere Real Estate North. I'm lucky enough to be in the same office as our very own Tracy. Mm. We have a great office, very collaborative, and uh, I've been doing real estate for coming up here on 10 years. You're hitting that big 10-year mark where you know, 99%, I think of people don't get past ever make it to what are we going to do now? (laughs) Right. It's been a roller coaster. It's been lots of, uh, of, uh, learning and growth and I've really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Great. So tell us who's part of your family and what do you do for fun? So I am married to a wonderful gal named Amy and we met in college at Western Washington University in Bellingham, where Tracy. I think we and all I, went to Western. Yeah, we all went yeah. to Western. Oh, you, I, I, for some reason, I thought I forgot you went there too, Heather. Yeah. But uh, I know Tracy and I probably were uh, passing each other at you know bars and parties along the way, or on campus, or on campus studying. <laughs> I was yeah, stumbling exactly. back up High Street, but. <laughs> yeah. And we have two. Wonderful, energetic young boys. Uh, Theo will be turning six in October, and Parker will be turning three in July. And they definitely keep us on our toes. In my free time, when I'm not with family or working, uh, I enjoy golfing. 
poorly, but I enjoy getting out on the course. And uh, in the winter, I like to ski when I have time. Traveling, done a lot of traveling, love, love to travel. Also just reading a good book. Awesome. That's great. You sound like a well-rounded human. (laughs) (laughs) Try my best. Association of Realtors, Snohomish County Association of Realtors. We as real estate agents hear this all the time. Pay your dues. You've got this resource. Go online, go to some conventions. I've been selling real estate for 18 years. And honestly, I don't know enough about my association at all. No, not once. Never been to a thing. I pay my dues. So I'm so excited to have you kind of school me and I'm sure people listening on what we should be knowing. So tell us a little bit, like, what does that even mean that you're on the board of the SCAR? Great question. And if you had, you know, asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said the exact same thing. Um, You know, a lot of us tend to whine or complain about our dues and what, what do these even go for? go towards. And I've certainly learned a lot since joining the board. I was tapped on the shoulder by my Tracy and I's office colleague, David Pope, who who had joined the board. Um, And he, he thought that I would be a good addition. And I said, sure, why not? Not really (laughs) knowing what I was getting myself into, but Basically, you have to run for for election. You have to come up with a a statement um, and kind of have show interest. There's different committees within the association. I'll get into that a little bit. But you know, one of the committees that I was aware of was you know the government affairs dealing with issues of of you know housing inventory, lack of you know homeownership opportunities. That was something that I was you know passionate about. And I just saw this as an opportunity, as a way to give back to the community and to our industry, you know, and just like you guys are trying to do, I'm big on elevating the industry and having higher standards for, for what we do, you know, representing in the community well, grow, you know, community. So yeah, I was fortunately elected in the fall of 2021. So it's a two-year term. I think, yeah, I'll be up for re-election. I have really enjoyed it. So hopefully my colleagues will, will, yes, absolutely. I I look forward to it. I've really, really enjoyed getting involved. So the association's goals, you know, is just to, you know, unite people who are engaged in, in the real estate profession to promote the high standards of conduct you know, aligned with the code of ethics of the National Association of Realtors to further the interests of, of home and other, you know, property ownership and just to unite people in the profession, in the community to, you know, further objectives of the, the real estate industry and, and promote um, home ownership. They do all overs- the fun stuff, right? Kind of, yeah. There's subcommittees with, within that, which one of the big things that we do is the the golf and give mm-hmm. golf tournament that's coming up here that we hope 
So the, the communications, the communications committee is like the networking committee, the. Yep. Charitable fundraising, all events organized through the association. So, you know, there's a food drive committee, there's a park cleaning day. We do a four-legged fundraiser, dog mm -hmm. fundraiser, Fun. pet fundraiser, things like that. Which so, committee yeah, um, are you on? You're on the government affairs. So yeah, I'm on the government affairs committee, government affairs slash RPAC, Realtor Political Action Committee. So government affairs is all about, you know, promoting homeownership, property rights, and protecting mm -hmm. the interests of homeownership, of homeowners. We deal with, with legislation. We endorse candidates. We actually are just gearing up, you know, because it's heading into election season. So we are going to be interviewing candidates for positions like mayor of, of cities in Snohomish County, city okay. council, county council members. It's really interesting just how much influence, you know, we have not only financially, but just, you know, meeting with these people and, and sharing the information that is important to the real estate industry and, and property rights and home ownership. Yeah. So, and it's, um, the, the perspective that I think is interesting to take on candidate endorsement from an organization like the Realtor Association is it's nonpartisan. It, exactly. The Realtor Association's approach is who is going to advocate for home ownership rights, yep. right? That's exactly. like their sole goal. Everybody's political stance is different, obviously, but yep. I think it's really great that the Realtor Association can stand in a place and just say like, this is our goal and our objective. So mm -hmm. no matter what party you're in, we're going to very non the best yep. candidate from that perspective. So exactly. It's very nonpartisan advocate on the state, local and, and national level. Hill Day in, in January every year in Olympia. So we got to sit down with with legislators in Olympia, senators, Congress people, and share you know what was important to us as an association. And you know this year was the year for housing, and you know as we'll talk about, we we did accomplish some pretty cool things in housing this year that will not only you know make more more housing opportunities available but creating easier ways to you know build new housing loosening up regulations mm -hmm. things like that so and um, elevating professionalism correct industry too so do exactly. you work kind of side by side with the other local associations like do you yep. kind of decide this is our candidate or could my association of realtors be backing someone different so, well, I mean, it's, it's all based geographically. So we pretty much focus on, you know, the local association focuses on your local, local mayors local, and that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Exactly. And then yep. there's, you know, there's states and national mm -hmm. endorsements. What does the time commitment look like? We, we meet, we have the board meets once a month, the overall board where we discuss, you know, everything that's happening. We do, you know, committee by committee breakdowns. And then there's also every committee also meets once a month. And then there's also 
a lot of times some additional like for government affairs we have the candidate candidate interviews um those are separate meetings that we'll be doing so you might have well. like five hours a month of of time commitment in like actual committee yeah yeah and then you know should you choose to to get more involved there's conferences there's the washington realtors fall and spring conferences uh, i just went back to dc for the national association of realtors legislative sessions and then i am signed up to go to the nar conference in anaheim in november nice uh, and so it's just great to network with people from all around the country I've been to Genuine Hustle, which I know you guys are big fans of, and I, I enjoyed it as well, but it's just, it's a different type of environment and it's just, uh, it's fun to. What are the dates around. of the conference in Anaheim? 13th through the 16th of November. If you could tell someone, you know, why they should get involved or how to get involved, what would be kind of your, your one minute pitch of like why they should be part of the association of realtors gosh one minute um you know from a standpoint of just you know have community within the industry it's it's a great opportunity there's there's events that get put on we have like affiliate sponsors which are often you know lenders or title companies or home inspectors mm -hmm. that put on fun events happy hours things like that you know there's the golf tournament that you can get involved with and that's you know to contribute towards homelessness relief. Fundraiser, so, yeah. Fundraiser, yep, exactly. So so I'm uh, hearing you say that for all the people who reach out to Heather and I all the time that say, I want to be involved, how can I be more involved in collaboration over competition? Yep. You're saying that there's this association that also has mm -hmm. opportunities for people to, to collaborate. 100%. Yeah, and. Okay. Personally, I'm, you know, involved in the government affairs committee. The biggest, you know, thing I think the easiest way that I encourage people to get involved is to contribute to RPAC. Things that we've we've done are huge for not only our industry, but our community. Just a few things that RPAC has. Why don't has you tell everybody what RPAC means? RPAC yeah. is a Realtor Political Action Committee. These are, you know, the, the funds that go towards advocating for specific issues, a couple wins we've had recently, you know, we ensured that real estate was exempt from the capital gains tax, mm -hmm. you know, during COVID, uh, other businesses were shut down. Realtors, you know, got back to work right away. Our PAC was instrumental in determining that real estate agents were essential workers. Correct. They were That's definitely it. involved in that conversation. And the funds that are donated to our PAC actually hire attorneys that Correct. fight for right. our yep. fight for us as realtors, but also for homeowners. And so where does and where does our PAC fit within the Association of Realtors? Are they totally separate from each other? Or, or how do this how do they No, they're they're directly correlated. Our PAC is essentially under the government affairs umbrella, we meet hand in hand and we do like, you know, RPAC fundraising week 
where we we make a you know push and dial for dollars kind of thing and really encourage members to you know to donate there to contribute because you know all this this stuff really helps our business we were exempted from a 20% increase in in the BNO tax protecting our independent contractor status and you know also just things like the inflact our clients beating back a bill that would have required any in-house transactions to involve attorneys for both the seller and the buyer. Which many so, states do have, and we are so grateful that ours do not. Yep, exactly. And then on a national level, you know, there's there's a lot that we've done, like National Flood Insurance Program just recently avoided lapsing. So ensuring, you know, that homeowners, you know, would have, have flood insurance. And so... But there's there's just so much that goes into it that even a small contribution can make a big difference. And if I wanted to contribute to RPAC, where would be the easiest way to do it? Number one. And number two, what would be the most fun way to do it? Is there any events or something like that that you you could meet other agents and also be contributing? Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of fun events coming up. I mean, every association, you mm-hmm. know, has their own yeah, different events. So we are so our count- pack committee for Whatcom County just had an auction fundraiser. Fun. You could reach out to me directly and I can put you in touch with the proper people in your association. Happy to or, do that. Or maybe go to the website for your local Go to the website, of course. Yeah. Local association website. You're likely to get emails. So don't delete those emails. And, and there's an opportunity. The easiest way is when you pay your dues, there's always a way to contribute on top of, of cool. your normal, your normal dues. Do you want me to touch on the legislative wins? Um, so that was, you know, something that was, was really important this year information you can read on. And there was a great video put out by Washington Realtors that outlines this, but a couple um, that are going to impact us, real estate agents and buyers and sellers. So the real estate agency law bill was passed and that goes into effect January 1st, 2024, where it will require a buyer agency, a written buyer agency agreement for, for all transactions. This is is something we should all be excited about. I actually really loved incorporating buyer agency conversation into my buyer's consultations and If you, if you're listening and you're not sure how to do that, I would be happy to have a conversation with you because it will elevate our industry in professionalism by just explaining buyer agency and how we get compensated. And Cassie Walker Johnson does an awesome class and Mm -hmm. just a great, lots of great tips on this. She talked at one of our supper club, supper clubs about how this agreement can just sort of level up your process and show your expertise and essentially give your client an opportunity to hire you, mm-hmm. which we often don't give our clients the opportunity to actually yeah. do. And so I highly recommend reaching out to her also if you have questions. She's she's great on this topic. I took that class. It was fantastic. So nicely done, Cassie. The other part of that bill that I think is really cool is the law of real estate agency pamphlet, right? Mm-hmm. We have to give that to all of our clients. It hasn't been updated since the nineties. Oh, it's going to be so bad. 
yes, it's going to be updated in a more understandable narrative for Great. the consumer. So just increasing transparency. Okay, but think about that. It hasn't been updated since the 90s, which means it does not include the internet and how that comes Correct. in play with our role. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. So, so that'll be very nice. Another quick one, Landlord Tenant Act for sale and leaseback. So basically leaseback agreements like rent backs yeah. are going to be exempt from the Residential Landlord Tenant Act if they are um, three months or less, which is, which is really cool. Which means that um, you can evict them. Is that what you're saying? It's, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's the, the landlord tenant act. They're not subject to the requirements for the landlord tenant Notice act. And stuff like that. Yeah. As long as it's within three months, as right. long as it's three months or less. Right. Yeah, good. Um, and then just, you know, the bills that'll create more housing, obviously HB one eleven ten is the big middle housing bill. There's increasing the supply of condominiums and townhouses. So talking about the, the right to cure, you guys familiar with, with that? Basically where developers have a period where they can fix defects rather than just being, you know, Sued. subject to litigation. ADU bills. So there's just, there's several bills that will, you know, simply create more housing, although you know, it's a hot topic right now, especially in a lot of local areas, you know, in, in certain cities where, where they don't want more density. Matthew Gardner actually put out a really good article recently about what the impact is supposed to be. And, and it's, it's basically don't expect major changes anytime soon in terms of, you're not going to see a ton of duplexes um, going up all over the area because the cost for developers to acquire those properties and, and, you know, is, is going to be, it still has to pencil out for the developers. So. Uh, yeah. But, I think also I've, I've heard a lot of, you know, just homeowners that I know swirling around this idea that they're going to just pop up a duplex in their backyard and, um, or that they're, or the flip side of that is that they're worried that all these duplexes are going to pop up next to them and whatever. And I think that just what you're saying that people forget, there's a huge cost that goes into essentially building another home in your backyard, two of them really, because you need double the appliances and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen freely and quickly as everyone is concerned about yeah. or excited about. And, you know, the, the big thing is people are saying single family zoning is illegal or being eliminated. That's not true. It's, you know, giving people options if it pencils out to, mm -hmm. you know, create more housing and Washington state, you know, 50th last place in the nation for number of houses per family. So we, we have a housing crisis. And so, you know, we need to do something to, uh, to provide more, more home ownership opportunities. For not only for you know first-time buyers who are struggling, but you know downsizing opportunities for for seniors yeah, things like for that. Sure. So that's huge. Uh, there's also several bills that will make it you know easier to build more housing, streamlining local permit processes, reforming local design review, things like that. So 
Yeah. So stuff coming well, and changing. And it's important to make sure that as realtors, we can add so much value to our clients by knowing what's changing and what's coming. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already starting to talk about some of these things with my clients and it really helps them see you as a professional and their mm-hmm. advocate for this whole process. So yeah, uh, I think it's really important to be talking about them. Thank you so much, Brian, for yeah, all of that with us. I think that my biggest takeaways really are that you don't have to be on the board to participate or no. you know, to be a part of it. And for why no, you-, you would want to participate is it's fun. It can be a way to have community if that's something you're craving. Also be able to give back in a way that is actually impactful for the work that we do. Is that right? Right. And and you can, you know, you don't have to be on the board to attend our meetings, like the government affairs meetings, you know. So if you're interested, you know, we have, again, the communications committee, you can be involved with that. There's the education committee, which puts on all the classes mm-hmm. um, that, that are free clock hours classes, things like that. There's a professional standards committee. So there's lots of different ways to get involved. So if you have any, you know, curiosity or questions, just feel free to reach out to me or connect with somebody in your local association, participate in the, you know, golf tournament events, things Go like to the that. Monthly that meetings. They're actually good. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. Super this, this is motivating me to see how I can get involved. Do one more I thing, mean, Heather. Participate. I want to say yeah. participate. Participate. Exactly. Brian, yeah. you have a really great social media presence. People who are listening, how can they find you on Instagram? My handle is Hater Homes. So my last name, yes, it is Hater. Don't be a hater. H-A-Y-T-E-R <laughs> Homes. So Perfect. yeah. They can follow you there. That sounds great. Thank you one, so much. One, oh, one more. Um, the other question that I wanted to ask is you mentioned that there's a great video by the Washington Realtors about mm-hmm. all the new legislation that's been that's coming down. Where can we yep. find that? We get the emails from Washington Realtors all the time. The Friday video updates from Annie Fitzsimmons. These are all things that, you know, they're mm-hmm. super valuable. That, it's just that like are, one more uh, thing that I never, oh, one I more know, thing to I read. Know, but, I know. But that's where, where it is. It's if you go to the Washington Realtors YouTube channel, you can find it on there. Okay. Um, Good. But I will send it to you so you can put it in the show notes. Cool. And I'll also send the, uh, the breakdown of, you know, the, the housing wins that we had this legislative session. Oh, um, that'd be great. Cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain all of this to us. And I just love your, your passion and your heart to contribute. You're a busy dad and engaged in lots of other organizations. So I would like to thank you for the time that you're spending doing this because I'm not, and someone needs to do it. So thank you. You I'm grateful. You guys are doing plenty. Don't worry. I appreciate all you do. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm Heather Maddox. And I'm Tracy Gillette. And this has been A Fly on the Wall. On the next episode, we have guest Tessa Jarvis from Remax. Tessa follows the Burr method of investing and currently has 10 doors. 
She's had to get creative with financing to accumulate so many units in just six years. Our August intensive with branding photographer Kelsey Curtis still has a few spots left. Be sure to check out the website for details and registration.